Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2. The ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Abdallah weeknight 6-8 right here on ESPN 1000. Abdallah has the night off. We're talking Bears with you. That's right. Their season's over. Wildcard weekend is coming up this weekend. It's always a good time to talk Bears football. Ryan Poles spoke to the media earlier today. You know, some of the things that we're talking about with Ryan Poles and this team as they go forward is obviously they need to fix the offense. It's not just with the quarterback getting better as far as passing. He needs some weapons. Uh, wide receivers, ideally a number one wide receiver is what the Bears need to acquire in this offseason. Then the offensive line. I think most Bears fans, if you ask them what the biggest need for this team would be, I think a lot of people would have offensive line help listed in their like first two answers. I think it's a little bit different. I, I would go with defensive edge rush or, or a defensive tackle and a number one wide receiver. Those, those are the three most important things for this team in the offseason as they build towards next year. I I think offensively with the offensive line, at times they were okay. They were pretty good this season. That's right. I said that. I don't think that that's some kind of wild take. I think at times the offensive line was pretty good. With that said, the pass protection broke down quite a bit. Braxton Jones at times looked overmatched. But on the plus, the offensive line led the best rushing attack in the NFL. Give a lot of that credit to the quarterback. But they are still there as an offensive line, paving the way for Montgomery, for Herbert, and even Justin Fields on plays that were designed runs. Ryan Poles earlier today talked to the media up at Hallis Hall to recap the season. He talked about his evaluation of the offensive line. You know, I'll start with... The positives, the run game stuff was outstanding. I thought they did a good job. I thought um, I talked about earlier about putting guys in position to succeed. I thought Tevin was successful moving a guard. Uh, That was fun to see him go through that. Um, But as a a unit, I thought the run game was really good. Um, But we have to get better in pass pro. They all know that, um, and they're up for the challenge. And we got to continue for those that aren't here. We got to continue to bring in players that can help us do that. So there you go. Ryan Poles earlier today, he also discussed the quarterback situation and the number one pick. He said he's had conversations with Justin Fields uh, since the season has ended. And Ryan Poles talked about that earlier today. Yeah, we had good conversations. Um, I'm excited for the direction he's going. And as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think you mentioned that the other day. Um, so we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs. There's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good. Ryan Poles addressed this. Is Justin Fields the guy, even though you have the number one pick? You can do anything. You have the most cap space. You have the ability to select a quarterback if you want to. Is Justin Fields still the guy? Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. Hmm. He didn't say no, he's not the guy. He also didn't say we're absolutely going with Justin Fields into the future. That's kind of how you have to play it, right? You can't just say one way or the other. If you say that Fields is absolutely the guy, 
then there's no incentive of teams to jump up to one to get that quarterback, right? Like, because they know you're not going to take one. They just have to get to two. Uh, Now, obviously, Houston needs the quarterback, but maybe you could play Houston. I don't know. Maybe you can convince the Colts to jump up to one, and you're still in the top four. There's a lot at play there. So, yeah, Fields didn't necessarily say Justin is the guy and that they won't take a quarterback number one. But he did discuss some of the positives with Justin Fields today, like his leadership. Yeah, resilient. Uh, a guy that has um, ownership, he has growth mindset. The amount of time that he put in with the coaches to continue to get better, the guy is hungry to be successful in this football, in this league. And I thought this was interesting. He was asked if there were any wow moments throughout the year that maybe changed his perspective on what Justin Fields could be for this team. And this is what Ryan Poles had to say. Yeah, well, it was like midseason when he really started to go off um, with his legs, create explosion, uh, explosive plays. You know, you think of plays like um, the shot to Mooney, the shot to Pettis in the corner of the end zone. I think that was Washington. Uh, those deep ball throws that we know he can make. Now it's just closing in the gap and being consistent with it. And again, I know the beautiful thing about football is we can't point at one. You can never point at one person and be like, it's his fault. No, it's a collective where everything's got to work together. So I know and we know if we continue to grow this football team, bring in a lot of really good players, that everyone's going to get better collectively. You know, Ryan Poles started that by saying his legs, explosions, explosive plays, and then he followed up by listing off plays that stuck out to him in the past game to tell him why Justin Fields is starting to develop, starting to become the guy. I think that's impactful. You know, it is, it's is—it's something we pointed out on this show as it was happening. Remember, we've discussed that the Washington game, the, the Minnesota-Washington combo into that mini-bye week for the Patriot game, that really started to push momentum into Justin Fields is starting to get it. And it's good to hear from the GM that they see what we saw as well. And I think that's where it's starting to kind of turn where you see, okay, he's making throws down the field. He's fitting it into tight windows. Maybe not all the time, but he's done it. We know he can do it. He just needs more time. He needs weapons. And that allows us to know that that's where this is heading. You know, I had more conversation about what Ryan Poles had to say today on the Bear Down podcast. Check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. A lot more sound from Ryan Poles is featured on the podcast. So if you want more Ryan Poles uh, information and sound bites, go to the Bear Down podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Dan in Arlington Heights, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dan? Hey, Black. Uh, I have an idea. I think it's a little unorthodox, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm thinking, okay, well, well this could work. Um, you know, what I think about when uh, you know Nagy inherited Trubisky year before wasn't his guy and you know didn't love it and i am kind of recognizing hey the same thing is happening now with with, with eberflus where he's got a guy that wasn't his i'm not sold on eberflus either i think he's very milk toast i could take him or leave him uh if i'm kevin warren the first thing that i am doing is i am trading or i'm sorry i'm i'm cutting eberflus loose and then i am looking to trade the uh I'm looking to trade Justin Fields to the Colts for their first-round draft pick and then turn that first-round draft pick into a few more picks and then draft a, uh, a Bryce Young first overall. That way we've got a new president, a relatively new GM, and a new coach to build some long-term sustainable success with tons of talent, 
uh, tons of weapons, and uh, that's just kind of where where my head's at right now. Yeah, that's it's an interesting way to approach it. Thanks for the call, Dan. I don't know if I'm sold on Eberflus either. Um, I'm going back and forth. I think you have to give him credit for some of the success built on the offensive side this year. I get that it's not his offense, but he selected Luke Getze, and he's allowed him to implement what he needed to. And I don't like just saying, well, he's a defensive guy. Can't give him credit for that. You know, we we give offensive success credit towards defensive-minded coaches all the time. Like John Harbaugh has good offenses with the Ravens, and we say, well, you know, we credit him for the overall success. We don't say, well, he was a special teams coach, so he doesn't get the credit there. Um, But I think we can say his defense has been so bad, and I get that they trade away pieces, but their defense was so bad this season that I'm surprised that they didn't improve at all. Like, there was no part of the season where the defense was doing anything positive towards the end. That, to me, is surprising with a defensive-minded head coach. I don't know about all the different trading and figuring out all that different stuff, but I do think it is possible where we could be not sold on Matt Eberflus at this point. Pat in West Chicago, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Pat? Hey, I was just calling for the Connie's frozen pizzas. Pat, <laughs> you're a little kidding. late, my man. But if you got some Connie's pizza, if you want to drop them off here at the studio, I'll be down with that. If you if you after supply listening, it. after listening to Mo's call, I was I was thinking he had been streaming Mad Men or, or Yellowstone uh, before but, he called. Well, Pat, was I wrong to ask if something was going on there? Because he he calls a lot, and sometimes he you know he's right there, he's answering quickly, and he's with you. But tonight sounded like something was off. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, I, I was calling because the, some of the callers before Mo um, were were all in on Justin Fields, and and I feel like we're Ryan Poles included, like in the press conference, we're talking ourselves into thinking that Justin is the guy, and I'm concerned because we're not in year zero. We're going to be in year three with Justin and if if we're wrong next year we're not going to have the number one pick again I can almost guarantee that right so I, I just feel like the bar has been set so low for Bears quarterbacks that you know we, we feel like the handful of plays that polls mentioned are, are enough and I'm just I, I just don't think there has been enough that we can say one way or another. Now, granted, yeah, the excitement of him running is, is definitely a positive. But other than that, there just wasn't enough offensive line help or receiver help to say this is a guy that can be an Aaron Rodgers for the Chicago Bears. Um, but I will say this. If you looked at Tua in Miami a year ago, they weren't sure if he was the guy, and then they went out and got a couple of receivers, granted two of the best receivers in the NFL, and if Tua is healthy and not um, con- concussion... Right, right. If, if the concussions aren't the issue, Tua's the guy in Miami. So, I, 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 I don't know. I'm just, I'm just torn. Yeah, and, and I would say this, Pat. The the other thing is, the way I started the show is you look at the quarterbacks who are coming out, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis. 
I don't know if they're the type of guy that their stock right now is higher than what Fields' stock was heading into the NFL. And at that point, I think we have seen enough from Fields to hope that he can turn into something because he was just as good as a college player as C.J. Stroud. Now, you could argue that Bryce Young has had more success, but I mean, I I don't think I I wouldn't take Will Levis over Justin Fields, and I don't think I would take Stroud or Bryce Young over him either. But you're basically saying that we need to use the scouting report from when uh, Fields came out in the draft. Yeah. uh, And and we were saying that about. Poles when he traded for Claypool, and I think we're regretting that at this point. No, that's so, fair. I mean, it's just that I think it's as big a question mark as 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 anything, really. Yeah, no, no doubt, and, and that's what makes this uh, situation so complicated. If we knew that Justin Fields was an elite quarterback already, say Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, heading into last year, we knew that both of those guys were going to be the real deal then I think this is easy. You take the best available player, you move back. There's no question about any of this because you know you have your quarterback. I do understand why some question it. I disagree with them, but I understand the take. Blocking Abdal, you want to join the conversation? 312-332-3776. Chase, on the south side. Chase. Black, what's up, man? Chase, I'm going to take your call next, okay? Okay, right. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Chase on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chase? Black, what's up, man? What's up? I told you I was coming back to you. I knew, I knew you was. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey Black, I got to ask you something, though. Oh, right? no. So, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> I, what makes, so, like, everybody's talking about trading. Uh, uh, well, not everybody, but you hear some folks talking about possibly trading fields and maybe drafting Bryce Young. But what makes everyone think that Bryce Young in this situation with this offensive line with these receivers who can't catch a cold in sub-zero weather? I mean, what makes them think that he's going to be – what makes them think that he's going to be any good? I mean, do we have any proof of that? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I looked at Bryce Young and I seen some highlights of him. I wasn't all that impressed, just to be honest with you. Well, he's impressive, but I don't think any quarterback, unless you're like legendary status, can go out there and fix all the problems that, say, the Bears or the Texans will have in the next year or so. How funny would this be? Wouldn't this be typical Bears uh, curse situation where we trade deals away to say, for example, let's say we trade him to, I don't know, the Atlanta Falcons, his hometown team. He goes there, and all of a sudden, he looks like Pat Mahomes 2.0, and Bryce Young looks like a looks like a total bust. Now all the people that ran him out of here are gonna be looking stupid. It, that would be funny. That, I would laugh so hard if that happened. Like I would literally laugh if that happened. 
Jason, like, that would be funny. I agree with you. You know why? Because what we've seen from Fields, I find it highly unlikely that he is going to be a failure. I, I think it is certainly possible uh-huh. that he can turn into a very, very good quarterback. And so the idea that he's just going to bust out and he's not going to be anything, like I don't want to bring up the name because usually you bring up the name, but this quarterback looks a heck of a lot different than the last quarterback, the quarterback that hey, you always hey, bring you up. You know what? Hey, so Blake, so what? I, I appreciate that we are agreeing on something. We're aligning on the idea that Justin okay, Fields Blake, is going to be successful. I, I got to ask you something. I got to ask you this, all right? Don't do it, Chase. Okay. Chase. No, 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 no. I got to do this. No, no I got to do this. Okay, so I got a scenario for you, right? Chase. So let's say, look, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah? Let's say God, Jesus Christ comes down from heaven, and he tells you, I'm going to give you. Hold on. He's going, he's going to come down, and he's going to talk football? Of all the things going yeah. on in the world. He's going to come down and ask you. loves ball and ask you Bears questions. Jesus knows ball. No, no, listen, 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 listen. Jesus comes down and he tells you. He says, "Okay, I tell you what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you Giannis, uh, Luca, John Morant to the Bulls, and I'm also going to give you uh, what's the name, Sean Antony from the uh, to the White Sox, Bryce Harper, Yon Soto to the White Sox." Sho- Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani okay. for the White Sox. All right. We give you all that. Okay. But he tells you there's one catch, though. You have to trade Justin Fields for Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> all right. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Chase. On. Would you do that? Come on. Would you do it, Chris? Would get out of it? here. Would no. you be okay with that? Would I be would okay I, with be that? Okay? Yeah. Would you be okay? You got Giannis no. and John Moran for the Bulls. Hard you pass. Got, and you got – come on. I can't watch Trubisky throw – Fluttering ducks anymore. You enjoy that, Come Chase. Come on, like you wouldn't think. You would at least think of that. Like you would think, like man. You I just like the idea that stars. he comes down and what he's worried about is what you like Mitchell Trubisky trade conversations. No, he just he would say, "I will make that deal for you right now." Like Giannis is Giannis, Giannis, John Morant, Luka Doncic is going to the Bulls, and you're getting. Johan Atani, uh, uh, and you getting Juan Soto to the White Sox, your favorite team. Yeah, right? no, I know. Yeah, it'd but, be great. But, but there's one catch. But. You have to trade Justin to, to the Steelers for Mr. Bisky. No, thanks. Back as your quarterback. Hard pass. <laughs> you would Come on, Black. All right, hey, Chase. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. All right. Have a go- All right. There's only one ball. <laughs> I mean, there's people starving around the globe. Uh, global warming, climate change is, is something. People can't get along, and he's going to come down and say, all right, here's the deal, guys. I've been thinking about this one. I've been cooking this up for a while. The Bulls need something. So I'm going to give them Giannis, Luca, and Ja Morant. Love Ja. But the catch is... For all you Chicagoans, you can't be happy with everything. So I'm going to give you the basketball. Seemed like you were the happiest when you had the basketball. So I'm going to take away your football. We're going to give you fields for Trubisky because we knew that you hated Trubisky so much. So there, you get Trubisky back. But you're going to have a team that's going to rival the Jordan Bulls of the 90s. What do you guys think? Straight out of Revelation. He's going to leave the studio and get into a car with Mo. And the two of them are going to drive off smoking. We're going to go pick up Abdallah. 
Mike and Wheaton, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Mike. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, well, I just wanted to uh, step into the discussion and say I really think we need to go with offensive line first. Um, you know, everyone was mentioning, you know, how it's hard to tell whether or not Justin Fields can succeed as a passer. We know that he can run. Uh, but I think that where you got to start is the offensive line so that you can see that. Now, I know that we need defensive linemen, um, but, you know, if they do draft a quarterback number one overall, I would say trade him to get offensive line because I really think the pass protection is, is the most important thing for the Bears right now. That's a fair way to look at it, Mike. I think it's a good idea. Thanks for the phone call. I wouldn't put offensive line first offensively. I think a number one wide receiver is still my top need. And the reason I say this is because you can look at the best teams in the NFL. They all have number one wide receivers. Now, you can get into technicalities with the Chiefs. They have Travis Kelsey, though, who's basically a number one receiver. Uh, With that said, everyone else who is in title contention has a number one guy. Some of those teams don't have great offensive lines. And the quarterbacks make it work if they have someone that's reliable, someone that can move the chains, someone that can go win 50-50 balls, someone who will always be there. And I'm not saying that the Bears have to be like the Bengals, but that's a blueprint. The other blueprint, you could look to Miami. You could look to teams like Philly. Now, some of those offensive lines are pretty good at the top. But I think the quarterback number one wide receiver combo is more important in today's NFL. Justin Lagrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Justin? Whoa! Hey, what's up? What's up? How's it going? What's up, Justin? Uh, nothing much. I wanted to say this: two things, really. One, I don't know why everybody is sold on Eberflus. I understand you not. I understand the caller before chasing everybody wasn't as well. But I don't think Eberflus has shown me enough that he's better than John Fox or Matt Nagy. That's just number one. Second, I do think that uh, we all got our practice as a GM, you know, as our intern GM running our own fantasy leagues or our own fantasy teams. And what I would do is, uh, you know, you heard what Matt uh, Eberflus had to say about Justin Fields. I'm going to sell Justin Fields as much as I can, and then I'm actually going to draft the best quarterback in the draft, and I'm going to hold him for ransom until after <laughs> preseason and sell one of those guys. Because if it's LeBron James – or the kid from France, and he's going to go to number one. Wimba Yamba. He's still valuable. He's still valuable after you draft him, right? You don't actually need to trade yeah. the pick. You can trade the player and actually possibly get more off. You know, after uh, preseason, people get injured or whatnot. You know, if that's the case. But that's just what I think. Yeah, and, and Justin, good call. I, I would say I just wouldn't want to fall into a situation that like the Green Bay Packers find themselves in now, where they paid the quarterback a lot of money. He's not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere. He's like owed like $99 million of dead cap space for, for the Packers in the future, and his guaranteed contract's like $60 million bucks. He's not going anywhere. But their fifth-year option on Jordan Love is up, right? They're going to have to make a decision this offseason on Jordan Love. You can't pay two quarterbacks. I, I get it. To hold, hold them to create value for the quarterback in this offseason – I understand that thinking, but also you, as a team, you'd want your assets to be a part of what you're building to the future. I think Ryan Poles would want guys to be a part of what they're building in the offseason program and not just hold a quarterback on the shelf waiting for training camp for someone to go down to say, hey, got Bryce Young here. 
It, it, it's a nice idea. I just don't think it's realistic. Black and Abdallah. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Continuing with your Bears calls at 312-332-3776. A lot of good calls tonight. We'll keep taking the Bears calls talking about the Bears having the number one pick. Season ended for the Bears on Sunday. Wild card weekend upcoming for the NFL. And we'll keep talking football here on ESPN 1000. It's Black and Abdallah. Uh, is it okay? Abdallah's off tonight. Is it okay if I get some, some zoo news in? Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the zoo news. I... Tyler, is it okay? Can I? Is it all right if I get a little zoo? Encouraged. Well, I wonder what's new with the zoo, baby. I saw this earlier today in the Chicago Sun Times. African lion Zari due to deliver new cubs any day now at the Lincoln Park Zoo. A pregnant African lion at the Lincoln Park Zoo is almost ready to introduce a couple of new cubs to Chicago. An ultrasound revealed that the four-year-old Zara is expecting at least two cubs, zoo officials announced on Monday, adding the lion's behavioral changes indicate that delivery may be not too far off. So there you go. How about that? The Lincoln Park Zoo. That's what is new at the zoo. Could be welcoming two new lion cubs. We don't get a lot of local zoo news no. here. Oh, well, I think, uh, I think Abdallah just uh, doesn't really look too hard for the local angle. I'm trying to bring you some local zoo news. Let us out, let us out, let us out, let us out. The zoo is overloaded. My phone has not uh, vibrated from a text message yet, so Abdallah must not be listening at this moment. Uh, But there you go, some zoo news. Abdallah will be back soon. Uh, He's off tonight, but I thought everyone would enjoy some zoo news. That's what is new at the zoo. See, I don't hate zoo news. I just, it has to be placed correctly within the program. You just frown upon it. Well, no, I mean, he's trying to, to weasel it into like 6.03. The show starts at, at 6 o'clock. You, he's trying to get some zoo news in right off the bat. You are a zoo news villain. I will I say that. You are a, a zoo news villain. I just gave you guys a very nice zoo news. It was a very nice story. There could be new cubs at, at the Lincoln Park Zoo, some new lion cubs. It's a very nice story. I'm not a villain. I enjoy Zoo News as well. It's just not not at the start of the show, the start of the program. Did I ever tell you guys about when I was I was bartending and I was singing that to myself? I was just sitting there like, that's they what cut your is shift. new. And then somebody was like, what are you saying? That's what is new at the zoo. Please don't tell me you then explain that it's from the Lawrence Welk show back in the 60s. I think and, I did. I was just some stupid radio well, show. I, plays I, it. I would pour a drink and just be like, well, hello, Mr. Lion. And then, <laughs> well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the Zoo News. Charlie got no tips that night. <laughs> Could you imagine Charlie trying to explain that to a yes, girl? Yes, I can. I can. <laughs> she's, she's like, what are you singing there? Can you, wait, what's going on there? And he's like, well, so there's this show. Uh, it's Black Camp Dollar. Even, even further than that, <laughs> well, the commissioner of baseball was giving out the World Series MVP. Corey, 
You thrilled that? Now, he was medically okay. That's the thing. He was medically cleared. But then we had a caller, Jane. She calls all the time from Portland, Indiana. And she called in and said that Rob Manfred sounds like Lawrence Welk. Well, anyway, that's how we get Zoo News. That's what is new at the Zoo. Like all good stories, we start at the end. (laughs) Chris and Crown Point, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Chris? Hey, CB, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. What's going on? Can we say you hate Zunu less than you hate Max Levine and his contract? Is that fair? What was that? We hate Zunu's less than you hate Max Levine and his contract. <laughs> I don't hate <laughs> Zach Levine's contract. It's just he's not a top-level player, so it is what we, it is. We took what we could get at the time, right? That's that? true, but you also created that situation by holding on to him too long. Fair enough. Well, I called in. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to address like uh, just uh, Justin Fields and. Okay, so we have a friend uh, named Eddie, and he calls in. <laughs> Eddie from on the, the north opposite. side. Yeah, that's the guy. That's he hasn't guy. called tonight. It's been a well, good night. He called, he called earlier. I heard him, uh, and he's fine. Whatever. Uh, and I, he don't like Justin Fields' arm, and that's okay. But. The only thing, every time I hear him talk, I'm almost 40, okay? I'll be, I'll be 39 this weekend. But Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks, bud. But I think about, listen, I haven't seen a quarterback in Chicago in my whole life. And now we have a guy that could be something. Like, he, he shows promise. And, you know, I'll be honest, I, I thought he might have been a bum. The first couple games of the season, I came around. And he shows promise. Now to to discard that and go back to the suffering we've been through my entire life to get what to get someone else that that we have no idea about and just just to go back to the dumpster fire we've been in it seems ridiculous. <laughs> right. I, I right. don't get it. I don't get it. So I would just like to remind any Bears fans that that don't have a hundred percent confidence in Justin Fields. Let's think about let's think about the the misery we've been through, what we've been put through as bear friends for the last forty years. I mean, does that is that? I mean, I hope Eddie hears this because that seems reasonable <laughs> to me. I think it's reasonable as well. Uh, that's all I got, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for listening, Chris. Thanks for hanging out. You got it. That's Chris in Crown Point. We go to Phil in Roscoe Village. What's up, Phil? Hey, Black. First and foremost, I want to say I love listening to the show. I think you guys are great. Thanks, man. Uh, but why? Yeah, no problem. Uh, why I wanted to call in was uh, when the Bears first hired polls, uh, Andy Reid went on the record and said that he thinks he has a great talent uh, as a talent evaluator. And while I do love Justin Fields, and I think the Bears need to rebuild their offensive line and a lot of other pieces, uh, I think that polls would be doing a disservice to the Bears if he didn't take the number one pick, which is, you know, not easy to come by, as we know, uh, and evaluate the quarterback given his hand in the Chiefs drafting Mahomes back in the day. Yeah, that's a great point to bring up, Phil, and that's a really good call. If Justin Fields is not what Ryan Poles saw from young Mahomes while they tried to uh, draft a quarterback back then when he was a part of the Chiefs organization, yeah, and if he sees that in Bryce Young, then – you know, unfortunately, 
for all of us that support Justin Fields, I, doesn't the GM have to go make that move then and go get that quarterback if you see something special in him? Yeah, I mean, he's he's there for a reason. He's got to make those hard decisions. Um, and, you know, hopefully he learned from the hopefully not mistake of the Claypool move this year. But uh, I'd like to trust in the guy and trust that he's the right guy for the job. And if that means making the hard call to go with someone who he's evaluating as better in the long run than Justin Fields, then uh, I got to trust the guy, you know, as much as I love Fields and think that he's absolutely not going to be a flop in the league to your point. Yeah. Uh, I think you got to go what's best for the future, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for the call, Phil. Good call. No problem. Go bears. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago. How, how about this? I mean, guys, this is why uh, they teach you in journalism school to check your sources. You, aren't you supposed to have more than one source for a big story, right? More than one, right? More than one source, I'm guessing. I was taught three. Three? You get three? Well, that's uh, ambitious. Well, well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the Zoo News. I guess Zara gave birth to the Cubs. <laughs> I guess the baby Cubs are here. Uh, Block Cl- uh, Club Chicago is reporting that the three Lion Cubs have already been born at the Lincoln Park Zoo. So how about that? You get some bonus zoo news and some new cubs at the Lincoln Park Zoo. That's Sounder. Congrats. Sounder? Well, no, I, I thought about hitting it, but then I thought to myself, we would think it, it's funny, but then some others may not think it's funny because they would think it's real breaking news. And I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to disrupt the, the setting. Like, we would think it's funny. They'd be like, oh, we actually have some breaking zoo news. That's what is new. The, the birth already happened. But what are you doing, Sun-Times? Why are you saying that it could happen, but Block Club Chicago has it as it happened? His wife support local, local journalism. Yeah, I mean, well, isn't that what... The Sun-Times is local, and they're free, and that's why I read it. There's no paywall there. It's true, yeah. That's why I've switched. Throw, throw your email in. Yep. That's why I've switched over there. That's all I need. I don't want to pay. Why am I paying? I pay for enough things. Not gonna pay. Well, I wonder what's new with the zoo, baby. So how about that? You get some. See, Abdallah's out. You get some bonus zoo news. What a night! Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. You're listening to Black, 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 Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Tyler Aki, Charlie Bevins, and to Kale Jacoby for producing tonight's show. Block and Abdal will be back tomorrow night at 6 right here on ESPN 1000. Also producing Carmen and Yurko starting at noon right here on ESPN 1000. Block and Abdal, weeknights, 6 to 8. Take your calls at 312-332-3776. James and Logan Square, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? We're good. What's up, man? You know what? I have a great point to make. Um, I'm disappointed in some of the fans who are trying to get rid of Justin Fields so quickly. Who's getting rid of him? You guys. Who's you guys? Nah, I'm just messing with you guys. But look what, what he did with, without an offensive coordinator coach, without an offensive coach. He did it always as a defensive coach. 
Okay. Now, what do you think he can do next year with good offense? Hopefully he can be better. He's the man. Justin Fields is the man. Yeah. He's going to be better than Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. If wow. people are trying to hate on him right now, you guys, take it easy on Justin Fields. He, who's who's he, hating he on something him? James, name names. Who's hating on Justin Fields? Oh, you know what? I heard a couple guys talking about that they should get Bryce Young, you know, some of these guys in the draft. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? So Fields is the guy. Better than Mahomes. I'm not saying he's better than Mahomes, but he's a... Uh, all he needs is a good offensive team. They need something around him. They got to build around him, but they're not doing anything. But next year, I hope we don't get rid of him. I hope we keep him. And I love you guys so much. I miss I you guys so much. And I hope you guys stick with Justin Fields as, as, as much as I, I care about him. Okay, James, I'm going to stick with Justin Fields. So we're on the same page, okay? All right, boss. I, I love you guys. Thank you, man. All right, James. Have a good night. There's James in Logan Square. All right. We're going to Mark in Lincoln Park here on ESPN 1000's Black and Abdallah here on a Tuesday night. Hello, Mark. Hey, Chris, Tyler, and Charlie. How are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. Uh, What's going on? How are you? uh, Public service announcement about those lion cubs. I used to take my kids to that zoo every day. Yes. When they're about two months old, it's it's super cool. They're super active. They're not just sleeping. Really? It's pretty fun. Um for kids. Anyway, congrats great to uh, Abdallah on his baby girl, too. Yes, congrats. Um, so, truth be told, this came from, Chris, we talked about getting Fields two years ago, how to mm-hmm. go about doing it, which was awesome. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's, he's got tremendous potential. Um, my 14-year-old came up with this, and it made a lot of sense to me. I was talking to Charlie about it. So, with the one, uh, polls can go to the Colts and say, hey, I want Quentin Nelson for the one. And then we flip their one, so we pick, what, three or four? Four. And we either get the best receiver or best edge blocker out there. Or edge rusher, excuse me, edge rusher. Sure. That way you get an offensive lineman and a dynamic threat for fields or a pass rusher. Thoughts? I, you know, it's, it's, it's a good idea. got to leverage it. If you can convince the Colts to do that, if they're that desperate right. to find a quarterback, so they're willing to do so, so yeah, it'd be a good idea. Yes. And so you have to leverage the fact you have to dangle fields out there, kind of like Poles did. You know, he left it open. If I'm blown away, I say we keep him for sure. But he can't show that, right? But yeah, you gotta you gotta put the squeeze to Indy somehow and say, hey, we'll give you the one because you have to have a quarterback at the most important position in this league. Sure. But we need Quentin Nelson, and we're taking your one. Yeah, that that would be great. If if the Bears could walk away with something like that, still picking the top four and get Quentin Nelson back, I that would right. be great. I don't know how realistic that right. is. I do think it is realistic to deal with the Colts, though. I, I could see the Bears landing at four and collecting other assets, draft capital, uh, and then picking fourth overall when we get to uh, the NFL draft. However, if you want the King's Ransom, that's what Quentin Nelson can get you and their number one. It's a good idea. Thanks for the call, Mark. I don't know how you go about doing it. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah, no, good call. Thanks for the call, Mark. You betcha. All right, there's Mark and Lincoln Park. T.O. and Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, T.O.? Hey, Uncle Chris. How you doing? What's up, man? Everything good? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yes, man, you, rem- you remind me of my high childhood when you're talking about uh, Dwight Clark. Yeah, I was in Mexico when I watched that game in Mexico when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. It's an iconic moment in NFL history. Yeah. And uh, I got a question about the draft. You know, now that the Bears got the number one pick, I want to know, will you trade it to the Lions and get the six and the 18? And I just, will you trade it in division over... I just want to ask you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I think you'd have to be willing to know that for the next 10 years, if Bryce Young turns out to be a great quarterback, you have to face him twice a year. Yeah. I don't know if teams within divisions want to deal with that. I think yes. they're okay oh, think. trading away a pick that turns into a great player if they're getting something back. As long as it, like, I think the quarterback thing in your division, I think that's real. I think having to deal with a quarterback twice a season for the foreseeable future is not something a team would be willing to do just voluntarily. Now you would get two big picks. You'd get six and 18. So maybe it'd be worth it, but it's a good idea. Thanks for the call to you. All right, man. Have a good night that we go to Jeff in Northwest Indiana. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Chris. So that actually was pretty smart right there. I like that. So I can dig on the whole Colts trying to get, their pick, but also instead of getting, they're not going to give up Quentin Nelson, but getting DeForest Buckner, maybe the number one for our pick, and then realistically, if if possible, you get Orlando Brown, and then you can have Whitehair and Jenkins at guard, move Braxton Jones to right tackle, go get a center, and then you get Jalen Carter, because that man's a stud, so you have him and Buckner on there. Right there, your defensive line is kind of solidified. Sure. Gibson isn't going to be the man that, you know, he got foreshadowed because he had Mack and all the other guys there. So Justin Fields is going to be our franchise quarterback. I don't want to hear this nonsense getting rid of him, anybody talking about that. I understand you got to do what you got to do to get the most capital that you can. That's our, that's our guy. For once, we actually got one, and now Green Bay is on the outs. Detroit's still going to be Detroit. I don't care if they get C.J. Stroud somehow. They're still going to fail because it's Detroit. I don't care how much talent they have. It, it is what it is. So it's, it's still like Dallas, bro. Okay? Well, it's, do you, do you awesome. agree with my assessment? This summer, they will be the most hyped team in the NFC. They will. 100%. And then they're still going to finish second or third in yeah. the division because Everyone's going to say they're the sleeper team. They're going to win the division, this, that, and the other. They're going to make the playoffs. St- they still have Jared Goff as their quarterback. Exactly. This is the best, like, next three months we're going to have because we get to talk NFL with the Bears on the national media every day. This is awesome. Yeah, it's true. We've got the most capital out there. We've got the number one pick. And, you know, I mean, we've already got our quarterback. So we just need to go get two guys on the line and then grab some receivers for this guy. I mean, if you can get T. Higgins or if you can go get Jacoby Myers from New England, or if you're going to get that stud from TCU, I, I'm I'm liking where we're going. I don't want to hear that they're going to bear it up or they're going to botch it up sure. like in the past. We actually got a guy that's pretty bear smart now. Good you stuff, know what Jeff. I mean? Appreciate and, and I, you. I trademarked that, bro. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. Bear it up. I got you. Awesome, Thanks, dude. <laughs> Have a good night. Hey, the show's ending quickly. We have three more calls. Got to go fast. Chief in Jersey listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Jeff, you got to go quick. Or Chief, got to go quick, my man. Yeah, I just was going to say, I agree with him, that last guy. I was like, either the Raiders or the Colts are really our plays. We trade down and just get some other picks. But Justin is our man, man. We we all set. We just we just got to just fix in these little 
there's little the little gaps in there. But I, I was I, that that what that last guy was saying with the Colts. That's why I think Poles is really trying to set everything up. Yeah. So you you, you will have to bring him an offensive lineman. He might trade with you. Good stuff, season. Chief. Good stuff. Good Call one. again. All right, Raul in Logan Square. Raul, gotta go fast. Like ten seconds. What's, go ahead. What's going on, man? Let's trade down back to with Carolina. Let's get more at the wide receiver. We get their tenth pick. We justify with the best offensive tackle, and we get a second round, a third rounder for this year. Boom. So we get our offensive lineman. We get the wide receiver and more draft picks this year. Let's go. Right, boom, boom, boom. Mike and Barrington, last word. Go ahead. Hey, we need a wide receiver. Who- this is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, ESPN Chicago and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.